Who won this week in the quote-unquote Wednesday Night Wars? Is there a cause for concern? Otis is as broken-hearted as Brandon after spilling water on himself at the strip club. <laughs> oh, where, oh, where has my Kathy Kelly gone? Oh, where, oh, where can she be? And Cody Rhodes, the ultimate babyface? But at what cost to his damn body? And how long can he keep this going? All this and more on Kenny for your thoughts. Kenny, it's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. It was a big accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me. I'm Facey for Bright Day. Brandon Brown, how in the hell are you? I'm surprised you show up for this. You know, I'm, I'm su- really surprised you showed up since you bailed like twice on me this week. Well, hold on. I, I would say twice. All right. The I would first, say, the first I would day, say you okay. promised. Okay, once. I, I would say you promised to be there twice and you bailed. <laughs> you you bailed on both in one sentence. But yes. No, I, I would say one. Okay, one was probably a definite bail. But the other was mm-hmm. uh, that was sort of up in the air, right? Like that wasn't set in stone or anything. What do you mean? What do you mean it was? Yeah. It wasn't set in stone. Yeah, the the you know the the actual recording of the, the Thursday, right? Is that what you're talking about? The Thursday recording. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that we was always sort of, we yeah. always we always record Thursday night. It's pretty yeah. much our day. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we strive. We strive. By, by the way, the chat the chat is full of energy right now. Wesley Turner, April Rodriguez, Fernando, they all say good morning. Uh Kenny Omega, Brandon Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley says he's digging Friday mornings, but Fernando Velasquez, aka WrestleMar for three through three, your biggest fan, hates them because uh, right now okay. he's in California and it is oh. seven in the morning, seven thirty in the morning to be uh, exact. What are you doing, uh, man? He's here get because sleep. Well, He's compelled to come here and hate on you. Oh man, he's got to do it. That's dedication. Yeah. That's that's a real, a real supporter right there. Slam Hope Wrestling's also here, and he says he, he's excited as well. So <laughs> it's Friday morning. They're, get, they're getting used to this Friday morning ski. Uh, you yeah. know what it is? Is because I, I Friday night is coming. There. Look, I can. If, if you're looking at the video version, YouTube.com/slash the Kenny for your thoughts. I can actually drink coffee on the air, which is weird. You know, when Brandon, when Brandon makes me go uh, live at Thursday at 10 p.m., I'm drinking like a hot tea to fall asleep. It's not the, you, that's the vibe you want to have for the podcast. Do you put uh, Blue Chew in that? Or no, Blue Chew's not a sponsor for us. Yeah, we got to work on uh, it. Maybe we should get Blue Chew as a sponsor. Yeah, if you want a, opinions as rock hard as us. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Blue Chew. I could have fun with Blue Chew. Blue Chew, I'm looking at you. Right here. I could have fun with your product. I mean, We're the that, kind that of sounds people weird. That wait, 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 wait. Use, yeah. That sounded weird. I meant like in terms of how I present it to the audience. But yeah, uh, I yeah. could also have fun with your product, brother, brother. <laughs> Let's see, man. Are you going to test it out and see uh, what it does? What do you mean? I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm so not used to it. Brandon ruined our episode last week. His, his episode was, uh, or his mic was just like... <laughs> In, in the background the whole time and uh i i was i was pretty upset i'd ask him the text that he got yesterday about that i was like you need a mic stand damn it dude it, it seems like everything's cool like i have the mic and it, it looks like it's fine on my end but i guess whenever looks, we're tweaking looks it looks being the key word yeah, because it I guess sounds horrible the, yeah the i didn't know it's picking up everything it's like whenever i like move yeah literally like, like break literally wind is like move. picking everything up <laughs> yeah brandon's like farting on air he's like yeah, like, you, can, you can hear the ripples. Up, uh, Mike. Yeah, right. It's just, uh, it's just horrible. Yeah. But but Brandon, I mean, you were you were you're not getting out of this, by the way. Yeah. So what? Brandon Brandon also uh, he said, hey, uh, can't I asked him to hang out last Saturday? And he's like, uh, can't hang out, but uh, I'll be there for Monday and Raw and then Thursday episode. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I message him. And this, but this is the thing, right? So I message him. Um, you know, and, and this is my fault. I should have messaged him Monday morning because Brandon is a guy who like he tries to get out of things. He's like sleazy. <laughs> he's like he's like the Joey Ryan of friendship. You know what I mean? Like he's just super sleazy. You can't get his hand. You get you can't get his hands on him. You know, he's so he's so oily like Michael Nakazawa. But, you know, 
what I was going to say is that Brandon, uh, he basically, I text him an hour before and I say, hey, you're coming over. He's like, oh, actually, uh, I got to go hang out with Stefano. And oh, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't uh, be there on Thursday as well. So. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was like, hey, you know what? It's good. That, it was actually good that you texted me then so that I remembered to not ruin our Thursday plans. See, I got out ahead of that. That was good, no. right? It was good on my part. No, it was horrible. I let you know ahead of time. It was but horrible. yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, it, it slipped my mind. That's what it was. I'm really sorry about that. So today's look, theme yeah. Today's theme is basically that, you see, people are hating in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> people are hating in the chat. It's, it's so funny right now. But hey, how good is your show, guys? Guys. But anyway, um, what I was going to say. Brandon, maybe Sir. we should talk about some professional wrestling, brother, brother. Yeah, let, wait, let, let's get into this this Kathy Kelly, man. Yeah, I mean, this let's, is let's start crazy. Off, let's start off with Kathy Kelly. I mean, that, that news came out uh, probably when we were a little bit after we had gone off air uh, last week. So um, basically, Kathy Kelly deciding that she no longer wants to be in WWE, which, um, you know, it, it's not a situation where she doesn't like wwe anymore it's her dream job she said but she feels like she needs some more uh personal growth so um yeah more power to her. yeah more power so to is her it's because... just like it's just like a lot of work when you're sort of in the wwe sort of thing it's just you're like they're constantly you're like just constantly doing stuff so you just really can't you know, do anything it's, else it's, it's like a full-time it's all speculative. I mean, we don't know. Like, I, right. I kind of surmise that it might have something to do with, uh, you know, her, her former boyfriend, Finn Balor, also being in there. That might be a little oh. part of it because he's back in NXT and it, it might be awkward. I don't know. But that's, again, we will never find that the answer to that out because if, if she if that is part of it, she's not going to publicly say that. You know right. what I mean? But, you know, Kathy Kelly was like, I, I like her because she's like a girl next door. Um, yeah. the girl next door, but at the same time, like so damn good. So you can relate. That's kind of what you want is like, you want an announcer that like, you know, all the guys will be like, Oh, I could date her. All the girls could be like, I could be her, you know, think it, you can relate to that person. Like she doesn't come across like, you know, like the rock, the rocks just like big time. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want that in like your announcers. I should say, you know, you want right. some relatability, relatability, brother, brother, like people can't relate to you, Brandon. <laughs> Not at all, man. But we can all relate to Kathy Kelly. I mean, she was great. <laughs> Brandon, I, it's really your energy's your, hor- your energy's horrible. You know why? So, so full disclosure, I gave Brandon like a list of topics this week. So like Brandon, so he wouldn't get lost. And I'm noticing already that Brandon's, I could see his eyes, his little beady eyes darting back and forth because he's trying to look so hard at these topics and keep it on, <laughs> on level. Brandon, just talk. This is a show that we just talk. We're talking, baby. We're talking good. Yeah, uh, this is crazy. It definitely, hope things work out for her in the future. I, I'm excited to see maybe what else she gets into. Uh, it seems she she's in a lot of different things, you know, directing. Do you, think, also do you t- think she'll she'll go into like I don't know, like a do like a independent scene or or AEW even, right. or or is she just out of the wrestling business until maybe one day she comes back to the WWE? Right. Yeah, I wonder if maybe she'll go to like a like a news thing almost or. Uh, some sort of like like a like a entertainment tonight type sort of thing or something. Right. I, I can see her doing something like that. Um, Absolutely. You know, so yeah, she can definitely carry you know something like that. Uh, maybe you know maybe see her do something like that. Maybe come back to the wrestling maybe later. Um, I, I hope it didn't have anything to do with Tim Ballard being there. That would, that would be weird. I figured yeah. like why couldn't they have just like moved her somewhere else? You know you know what I mean. So but well, she really I, again, just needs to get it's out. It's like you know? I think on a personal level you wouldn't ever yeah. tell anybody that. You right, know what I mean. Right. Um, <laughs> Fernando says, uh, no, whoever relates to Brandon, bless that person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Slam Hub Wrestling also says that he wanted to inform me that his mom is getting mad after every brother. Sorry, brother, brother. Um, <laughs> Wait, we got people's parents listed to this? Yeah. This <laughs> embarrassing. I'm really sorry, guys. I didn't know. Hi, Madre de Slam Hub Wrestling. How are yeah. you? Uh, but anyway, let's get back into the topics. I mean, Brandon, what do you want to talk about? Got a lot of topics to cover this week. But I, I will say not a lot of not a lot of big news in the world of professional wrestling this week. So uh so we're probably just gonna touch on uh takeover and AEW. I thought AEW was the uh was the I, I don't know what to say. It stole the, the best show of the week, I guess I should say. Yeah, it it was definitely cool. Uh 
it had me there. I, I, you know what? I, I really was digging out, which is funny, was the uh, the whole the women's division thing there where yes. they had a Nala Rose come out. You know, she breaks I, bitches. I, like, I posted a meme, and the the caption was uh, "Me at Taco at the Taco Bell drive through it at three a.m." And it was the line where she goes, when I'm waiting, I get hungry. And when I get hungry, I break bitches. You know. By the way, April Rodriguez says, take a shot every time Kenny says brother, brother. You'll be, dr- you'll be drunk by the end of this podcast. <laughs> brother, brother. So, I mean, but anyway. Um, yeah, so go follow us. By the way, we've changed our, I, I changed our um, Instagram and our Twitter handles. So we're now AKFYT Wrestling. So I, I, on both, because I wanted uniformity, damn it. I wanted, I wanted the same <laughs> handle on, on Instagram and on Twitter. So AKFYT Wrestling. You can find us on both, okay? No more <laughs> Kenny Podcast. No more Add a Kenny for Your Thoughts Podcast. They're too long, damn it. Nobody cares. All right, you like we shortened it up. Thing? We got to the point. Literally, I changed the Instagram handle. We got like 100 followers instantly. <laughs> so to tell you something. They know what our brand is about now, damn it. Before they were just like, what is this? But yeah, no, that was that was definitely a cool little bit at the end there. Uh her out the big swole came out and uh So did you hear by the way, like I don't know, like I guess because like my thing is like I guess because Nilo is is, is transgender, I felt like right. I almost cringed when this happened, but Big Soul, I think, accidentally was just like, what are you going to do, yeah, brother? brother? Yeah, yeah, and I was like, was I don't know if she should have said that, because she like that was just... her inner Kenny, bro. Brother, brother. What do you mean? No, all, all jokes aside, I post that meme about Nyla Rose. I'm going to be so blunt. I post that meme about Nyla Rose, and freaking all the transphobes came out. Like, literally, they were just <laughs> like, well, well, she's a man. But, you know, and in fact, I shouldn't even call attention to what they said. The, the fact is, like, it, it's really disgusting, because, like, I mean, we have, like, a 11,000 followers. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to block like every single one person who commented. Like, it, it was, uh, I didn't even care. Okay. I didn't even care. Like, it, it was just about the meme. I don't care who's in it. You know what I mean? I didn't even think like that. You know what I mean? It was just about what she said and like, it was a funny sentence to post with the caption I did. And then literally, like, all these people are just commenting, uh, like, again, against her, you know, being transgender. It's like, that's horrible, man. That's horrible. It's like, can we just laugh? Can we just laugh at, like, if you've seen Nyla Rose on, on social media, her Twitter games is, is off the charts. She's hilarious. That's all I care about. And that's all I was trying to call attention to, because I feel like if she saw the meme that I posted, she'd laugh. And then right. it became a, about something it's not, which is like having a podcast with Brandon. Like, we're supposed <laughs> to be talking wrestling, and then Brandon just, uh, like, goes off into politics. <laughs> Wait, speaking of which, they're going to rig... The primary against Bernie, baby. Anyway. I'm so, calling it right now. <laughs> Broken convention. People are, by the way, giving you, uh, they're giving you a shout out for staying awake. Uh, yeah. Throughout this, this week in wrestling. And Fernando specifically says it's 2020, no more hate except for Brandon. It's true. <laughs> That's a good logo. That's a good slogan. 2020, no more hate except for Brandon. Just really tiny. Are we, can you make a shirt out of that? <laughs> we will make a shirt. No more yeah. hate except for Brandon. But yeah, yeah, you know, it was, no, it was really cool. Uh, you know, stat later coming out and then doing her boop thing, but to the title. So it's like, yeah. where, where do you think that's going, man? Are, do, are they? That's, that's exactly what I said last week. Which is, or, yeah. Remember, I said like, like it would have been, it wouldn't have been good if Chris Statlander had taken the title off of uh, Riho. It wouldn't have made sense. Like people probably boo Statlander, but it makes more sense if she builds to a feud with with Nyla Rose. Because Nyla Rose can get heat. Nyla Rose is a heat magnet, you oh, yeah. know? Nyla Rose will really... And, and I've known, I've known she's done it on the indies, but I wonder if she will channel the, the transphobes kind of to, to hate her. You know what I mean? But it's also... They should, also, man. They should bring that up. Also, see, the, see, I'm conflicted because we're also on a, on a, on a national um, level. Like, we're on a national level, so do we want to trigger those kind of people and send the wrong message? You know what I mean? It, it's kind of like, what's our responsibility just, there? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's like, good to just bring the topic up in general, I think, you know? I think, yeah, Especially I think so with AEW, since they sort of brand themselves that way as like an right, all-inclusive. They're and, sort of, yeah, right. all-inclusive. So it's like they would right. sort of but tackle I, that sort of topic. But I'll give you an example. Like Mustafa Ali had said something about like he'd had a, a heel Middle Eastern character based off the terrorist stereotypes, things like that. And he was in the crowd and he saw specifically a Caucasian kid. Um, basically booing him and saying like you know go back to your country and stuff and it's like for some reason like he locked eyes with this kid and he realized that what he was doing 
was creating and enhancing a stereotype to this mm. child. And he said from that day forward, he never wanted to play that character again and hasn't. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is like, yeah, it's like, have we have we moved past that? Like, can we can we go past the characters like the Iron Sheik or something where we're supposed to hate on them just for 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 who they are? Because, you know, the stereotypes. So my thing is like, yeah, I've seen Nyla Rose do that on the on the indies. But is it irresponsible in 2020 to set the precedent that like here is a transgender person and we're supposed to hate them because of that? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, so I, I feel like like now that I've said it, I think I take it back. Like, no, she's just mm. a good heel, period. Maybe she shouldn't go. Like, that's almost like cheap heat, I guess. is Don't probably the best there. way to say it. Mm. Um, so something to talk about, I guess. Let's let's go into uh, NXT TakeOver here. I mean, the Broserweights are your new NXT Tag Team Champions. And uh, I don't know they how they made it to Portland. So there's rumors. Yeah, they, they finally made it to Portland. <laughs> I love those segments, by the way. I love those little, like, outside the box um little things like that where you know they were pete dunn being the straight man this is the odd couple of nxt but i'm really wondering man wwe is really giving some um (laughs) some creative leeway to matt riddle because i don't think they would have allowed even just a year ago for somebody to really blatantly um point pot out and weed out the way that uh matt riddle does and, uh, you know, like Pete, Pete Dunn saying, this man's getting high, like, off of something, you know. And uh, the, But the line I want to refer to is off of this week's NXT, because Slam Hub Wrestling uh, uh, brought it up. They were talking about partying. Uh, par- <laughs> partying, and they said the Stallion Cup uh, was suspended for 30 days for violating WWE's wellness policy. Matt Riddle <laughs> specifically said that. Now, I've heard rumors, and so let's get into this topic. I've heard rumors that WWE is slowly but surely loosening the reins on scripted promos that Vince McMahon might even want to get rid of scripted promos. Brandon, what are your thoughts on that? You know, it's... Brandon, unscripted promo right now. (laughs) It's nice, but it's scary, like, at the same time, because because there's definitely people that are, like, good at it. You know, like coming who? off the cuff, like like you, like you, like you're good off the cuff, like off the top Me? of your head, you know, in the back and forth thing. Yeah, with people, like you know, no, you're I, I mean, with people. You come back. First of all, I appreciate that, but I mean, yeah. in, in the world of wrestling, like who's who's good at it in the WWE? Oh, uh, oh, the WWE in general. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, th- I think Orton's good at that. Uh, like Edge, something like Edge. Um, <laughs> what do you mean Orton's good at it? Orton just stands yeah. there for about half an hour, and then he <laughs> goes, and then he just looks and he goes. I can't do this. And then walks away. That's not a promo. Yeah, it is. Uh, a Triple H. Triple H is freaking master at that uh, sort of thing. But I think there's some people that are like better if you have something written down for them, like scripted and have them, you know, yeah. sort of read see, off. So here's my it. thing, right? And, and maybe I have an old school mentality. Well, goddamn pal, I have an old school mentality. Give me a bacon <laughs> and two cheese. I don't you know. But... Uh, <laughs> What is it? What is an episode of the Kennedy for Your Thoughts podcast without a horrible impression from me? Uh, but that was supposed to be Jim Cornette, guys. I know uh-huh. it sounded like a mouse. But um, basically what I was going to say is the old school in me says, okay, if you can't cut a promo, then maybe you shouldn't be in a damn top spot. Maybe you should be gifted that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like there's been a lot of and this is a general statement, right? I'm not knocking the product, but I think um, for the past, you know, ever since the Attitude Era, let's say, I think um What's happened is a lot of people are kind of resting on their laurels. There's no, there's nobody who's really trying to grab the ball and grab it. Like think about Austin and The Rock, and think about Triple H. These were guys that were so bitter. They were so bitter over their spots because they weren't given a chance. That when they got the damn ball, they ran with it. When Triple H, you know, I, I specifically remember the Triple H promo um, about him breaking out and saying, you know, you know, I'm not, you know, it's not about the game. The game. I am the damn game. And think about that. He built a whole character off of that. Right. Think about that. Austin, Austin again, his whole character was built off of what? Winning King of the Ring. And literally just because Jake the Snake Roberts, for context, Jake the Snake Roberts was a recovering alcoholic at the time. And he was literally uh, doing this Bible character. And he was calling his snake that he had, as opposed to calling him uh, Damien like he used to call him. He was calling him Revelations. So basically, Austin just came off of that off the cuff and said, you want to talk about your Psalms? You want to talk about your John 316? Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. 
Now, if Austin hadn't been had been scripted to say. I'm the best thing going into WW, the WWF today. I beat Jake the Snake Roberts because I am the best and I will be the person to lead this company into the next generation. What the hell would we have gotten? Would we have, we wouldn't have gotten this, this stone cold that we got. His whole character was based off of Austin 316. Triple H's characters were based off, off the game. The Rock just randomly said, you know, Rocky Maivia, he's like, I, blah, 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 I am the Rock. Like, what, what if these guys weren't able to do that? It, right. And to me, the business, the reason the business did so well was because there were people to turn, that basically take their personality and turn that volume up on it, as opposed to saying like, well, Kenny, you're going to be a preacher. That's your character. And I'm, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, like, I don't think I could do that. But it, I mean, come on now. If somebody told me to do that and I'm getting paid six figures, seven figures, I'm going to try my damnedest. Right. But now if you said, Kenny, you got to be boisterous, obnoxious, and just talk crap about people, be yourself, but like really amp it up. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do that. Brandon Brown, you're the biggest piece of crap I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Let me tell you, you tell me that you're going to come over Monday and Thursday. You don't even show up once, all right? So you're 0 for 2, just like you are with women. But here's the thing, Brandon. I'm here to bring... <laughs> it's true. I spilled my water on myself. Brandon, Brandon, that's a true story. Brandon did spill water on himself at a strip club, by the way. Oh, that is a true man. story, what I said right at the beginning. But yeah, Absolutely it, it, but what I'm saying is, like, yeah, I, just, like a guy like a guy like uh, Riddle, I don't think you can script Riddle. You don't you know need to I mean? script Riddle. You don't need Matt to. Riddle yeah, Riddle is just so good at His, just. Yeah, I think it's himself, good to. You know, ex- what it, yeah, right. I think it's good to experiment in NXT with these guys and find say who, like and yeah. find out weed. You know, weed out, ah, weed out, um, weed out. <laughs> who can't cut the promos? Because right. I'm sorry, I don't like care Robert how good Strong you are. Should be scripted. What do you mean Roderick Strong should be scripted? First of all, let's get into that. Roderick Strong and Velveteen Dream, uh, that is a really good feud. And that's to tell you that 2020 is so different. Because if this were 20, 30 years ago, Velveteen Dream would be the heel in this in this uh, gimmick. Or in this uh, feud, I should say. He's got freaking Marina Shafir on on his tights. He's talking about her calling uh, him daddy. And, you know, talking about his kid. And Roderick Strong's the heel in this situation? Have you seen the tweets? I, I need to pull up some of these tweets that Velveteen Dream is, is doing. Because it this is like, if this were a real life thing, you would not be cheering Velveteen yeah, Dream. Yeah, some man that's got your family like on his tights. What is this? Like, what I'm going to read this right here. This? It says, it's literally, uh, he's wearing lace gloves in the picture. I don't know if you could see this on, on, on my end, but he's wearing lace oh, yeah. gloves, okay? This is the tweet. This is the latest one. It says, don't tell Roddy. But Marina gifted me these lace gloves made from her panties as good luck heading into (laughs) Wednesday. (laughs) Safe to say Lady Luck is on my side and your wife Marina on the other. (laughs) It's like... We're cheering this man. Why are we are the fans cheering this cheering man? That? Like, really think about that. If kayfabe was real, right? If, if this was, wrestling was real, we are cheering the guy that is trying to tear the family apart. How horrible is that? It, it, wait, it's it's the fans, right? It's, it's I us. Mean, we're why the are they heels. doing that? Yeah, we're, we're the, the heels. heels. Why are we cheering a for a man that's got some ladies' panties on his hands? That's what I'm saying. Why are we cheering him? But uh, but that being it said. Velveteen Dream, if he's not main eventing by next year's Mania, something's wrong. Put Velveteen Dream all over LA, and I promise you, the, the money will print itself. He needs to be on the main roster by next year. And I'm, I think I, he's I main have, roster ready. Do you think he's going to work, this character? I think, work on I think roster? he's main roster ready, in my opinion. Not only that, I think what's good is the the uh, the shackles are kind of off in terms of the main roster. I don't feel like, well, well I shouldn't say main roster. Uh, you know, Raw and SmackDown, I should say. Um, yes, apparently the chat saying wrestling's not real. I apologize that I had to be the one to tell you. Uh, but wrestling's not real, Santa's not real, and my feelings for you are not real. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, I popped myself there. I apologize. But what was I saying? Popping himself. I, I, that's this podcast is just for yeah. me. I don't even care if anyone listens to it. It's just for me to listen to in the car yeah. when I'm driving. <laughs> when I'm driving to your girlfriend's <laughs> house. Sorry, with this the, Velveteen Dream character is getting me all worked up here. Okay, this panties. Is, yeah, with the girlfriend's panties. I got Brandon's panties right here. here you see them? <laughs> um, <laughs> How'd you get those? <laughs> 
<laughs> your mom let me in the house to get him out your drawer, brother. Let me tell you something. You need to lock your underwear drawer, brother. You need to lock him when you're in the bathroom there because I'll steal him. So what you gonna do when I got your pennies all up in my... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's this thing, I guess, like, you can, like, buy, like, people send your panties in the mail. Isn't that isn't How that do you nuts? know this? And why do you know this? Look, I don't know why I know this. It's just, it's a thing. I guess it's a thing. But I just, you know, Brandon, people happened, are into this stuff. What happened to our uh, our episode topics? I feel like we've covered nothing. <laughs> we covered we're, nothing covering, we're covering the show. We're covering right? what we need to, damn it. Yeah, we're covering what we need to. So, uh, so uh, the, the Bella Twins are actually going to be on SmackDown tonight. So I think all those rumors about them being in the Hall of Fame are true. Because why the hell would they be on SmackDown tonight? I mean, they're pregnant, so just FYI, they're pregnant, so Both anyone, are pregnant. Uh-huh. Both are pregnant at the same time. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, so anybody that's thinking that perhaps uh, they're going to wrestle, they're <laughs> definitely not going to wrestle. Wait, so, how, how far, how pregnant are they? Are they just, like, a little bit pregnant? Or? Very, very pregnant. Oh, man. I mean, wait, are you, are you insinuating that there's a level of pregnant that they're yeah. able to wrestle? Yeah, to, yeah, you can still wrestle like if you're just like a little bit pregnant, right? Like it's early. Wow. Good job, Brandon. I yeah. I can see. Wait, wait a. That, it, Brandon's a definition of toxic ma- masculinity. He has what? no idea what it is to be a woman. And if you're pregnant, you don't wrestle, bro. You're not gonna be cleared to wrestle. What's wrong with you? You know, like you don't have to take like a crazy bump to the stomach or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just just saying because like... Paige's mom wrestled while she was pregnant, which by the way she didn't know. Wow. See. And Paige turned out all right. She retired at 24. Yeah, was that because her mom? She retired at 24, just like your brain ceases to exist at the at the age of 24 and beyond. Like if Paige Unbelievable, could do it, the Bellas could do it. April, April, we're gonna have to get April, April, uh, some some air right now because she is just not believing what she's hearing right now on the chat. By the way, if you were listening in Audio Land, join us live on the chat. The chat's always popping. All right. Uh, Look, no, Fernando, wait, wait. So, Fernando's so, face palming right now. Yeah. Wait, so wait, April knows a little something about this topic, right? I don't so know, Brandon. I, what? I, I posed a question. Like, you, you still have a little mobility, like, at least in the early onset. Brandon, Brandon, it's not like it's going to the gym. This is a physical fighting sport. Yeah, it's, it's physical, say- but it's a dance, too, you know? Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, but anyway, get, get him back on, on track, Brandon. What do you think these glitches are? There were glitches on SmackDown, and there were glitches on, on Raw, and there's glitches in your thinking pattern. What do you think these glitches are? <laughs> I think it's a part of a larger angle, bro. There's going to be it, some so crazy seems, things. Yeah. But do you think it's someone coming back? Do you think it's someone that's currently on the roster? Like, There's just, like, during entrances, it just starts glitching, which yeah. they're very obvious... Uh, obviously it's WWE. It's not like actual glitches, right? So, do you think like this is the Fiend doing something? But they're uh, happening on both Raw and SmackDown, right? Right, both shows. Who's about glitches? Is it Killer I, Cross? Do you think Killer Cross could be debuting with something here? That is a big time. Hit me up in the chat. Hit me up in the chat right now. Who do you think right now is causing all those glitches? Do you think yeah, it's I don't just... think those, yeah, I don't think those are accidents. Like, I think that's on purpose at this yeah, point, right? I don't think they're like Brandon being conceived. I think they're on purpose, okay? <laughs> they are... You know what? I might have actually been an accident now that uh, you mention it. I was Because accident. there was just a big, there was like a large gap between. Right. Yeah. I was, an, I was definitely an accident. But I, I, yeah. I, I, make, I tell my parents that this is bad, but I, I look at my parents and I'm like, you know, they say the best things in life are, are happy accidents. Aren't you all happy you had me? And they're just like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a little weird, right? If you what? have like a your kid child saying that, yeah. Or you're like you like well, your kid I mean, finds out. I mean, I wasn't. No, it's not awkward if you understand that. If like you understand. That, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's it's how you approach things. It's like yeah. it's like. Like okay, if you're like, well, I'm I, I'm not I'm happy. I'm not happy. I had you. That's different. <laughs> For example, like my daughter wasn't exactly planned, but I love my daughter to death, and you know I can't imagine my life without her. Right. You so I mean, like she knows accident. that. Yeah. Right. Right. She knows. Like this podcast. Like I didn't want you as a, a co-host. It was just a happy accident. This ended up going on this way. This is nuts, man. 
This is absolutely nuts. What was your uh, your favorite match for the TakeOver Portland? Oh, don't ask me that question because TakeOver Portland was so loaded, was so very loaded that it's like it was hard to pick a match. I mean, you had uh, you had Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee in a killer match. Uh, Ciampa and, and Adam Cole were amazing. Uh, I wasn't feeling Gargano and Finn Balor as much, and it's not that it wasn't a bad match. I just it wasn't feeling it. I don't know why. Um, it was hard. The, it was a tough act. They followed all that great they stuff. They followed so all like, that, yeah. that stuff. But the match I liked the most, um, if I had to pick, was uh, Dakota Kai versus wow, Tegan Knox. You picked the same match. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So I want everybody to mark this day in your calendar. That's it. What is today, Brandon? <laughs> February 21st, 2020. Brandon and I have actually picked the same match for once. <laughs> this is um, nuts. How does this happen? Yeah, how does this happen? But, you know, maybe it's because we're Attitude Era fans, brother, brother. We like yeah. that hardcore action, brother, brother. That's two we're, more we're shots for everybody in the chat right there. So. <laughs> well, are you trying to kill our audience? Kidding. Right. So if alcohol nobody shows poison. up next week, I'll know everyone's dead of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know why. I think maybe it's just the – I think – when I saw them on NXT a couple weeks ago, I wasn't feeling their match. This is why I know, like, I'm being, you know, fair. I didn't like their match, but I thought they were, like, saving it for something. And then sure enough, you know, at NXT TakeOver Portland, I felt like, oh, okay, they put it all out in the line. And then what about uh, Raquel Diaz? Or Raquel Diaz, you hear me? Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Diaz was the, the name of uh, the, the work name of Eddie Guerrero's daughter, by the way. That's why I said that. But Raquel Gonzalez, the former uh, Reina Gonzalez, uh, debuting. Uh, I don't know about you, but I legitimately thought that was Sonya Deville at first. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. Like, I literally was just like, what the hell is Sonya Deville doing here? And then I realized it was Reina, Reina Gonzalez, again, Raquel Gonzalez now. You see if people people get on me about this okay, kind of no. thing. No, the it's honest like, mistake, honest mistake is different than your intentional, <laughs> intentional what? crap. It's not intentional at all. You're just that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> This is awful. But Brandon, Brandon is the kind of guy that would confuse. No, no, because at least they look similar. Brandon's the type of guy that would. Brandon's the type of guy that would confuse Keith Lee with like Roderick Strong, and they'd be like, "But you know, they're both wrestlers. We didn't understand." Oh man. Speaking of which, uh, congratulations to Apollo Creed winning the uh, retaining the North American title. NXT. I mean, it was really good. Uh, he had a stellar Wait, here's match. the funny part. I'm so Wait, baffled at what you said. I can't even think of who the legitimate North American <laughs> champion is. Oh, freaking Keith Lee! Oh my God, I can't believe. Why would you say that? <laughs> he had a great match with Dijakovic. Uh, Keith Lee and, and Dominic Dijakovic. I just want them to fight forever, just like the crowd saying yes. I know it's cheesy, but but seriously, oh my God, they had an amazing, amazing match. The only reason I give it to um, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox was because. I wasn't expecting as much out of them as they did. I knew that Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic would have a good match because they've always had good matches. Mm. Now, what, here's a question. What do you think about uh, Johnny Gargano at the end of the night turning heel? I, th- I feel is, like this yeah. is very conflicting to a lot of people because I, I feel like you're either all for it or you're all, or totally against it. So let me hear your opinion. We're ready to cheer for Champa, right? Now it's time. He's done the bad guy thing. Everybody loved it. I'm assuming at least people that are watching it. And so now it's time. It's time to flip the roles. Let's, let's see it in, in a different light. See, I feel like the people. I'm gonna be honest. My opinion. My podcast. Damn it. So a lot of people who are like, I don't want to see this feud anymore. They fought too much. You're the type of people that's ruining the wrestling business because we can't have long term storylines. We're supposed to just have month to month to month. And if we have that, then. You're going to kill the wrestling business because how many people can you really feud with after a while? This is a long-term storyline. Everybody has their one, right? Everybody, when I name a wrestler, you can automatically think of who their feud is. Like, for example, John Cena. Now, this is arguable, but go ahead. Okay, there you go. Well, I was going to say Edge, but, you know, like I said, it's you can say AJ Styles as well. All right, so Triple H. Uh, Stone Cold or The Rock. Okay, here's a, well, this one's pretty obvious, Stone Cold. Uh oh, Brett the Hitman Hart. No, or the Rock. I would say the Rock. The, the Rock, Rock is his yeah, rival. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get my point. Is like everybody yeah. has their one. Seth Rollins. Uh. <laughs> I would say Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Okay. 
you know that's just but that's my opinion becky lynch but yeah wow anyway but the point is everybody has their one that they can always circle back to and and have a future here's a good one kevin owens oh uh sammy zane sammy zane you just there those two are synonymous keith lee Dolph ziggler anyway dominic dijakovic no i bet Dolph ziggler oh Dolph ziggler um (laughs) who's his uh rival with yeah uh Creativity. Um, wow. So, <laughs> wow. So, so, I don't like Dolph Ziggler, oh, but we'll we'll get into that. Um, but anyway, my point is, I'm okay with this because Champa got injured right at the cusp, right at the climax of their feud. He got injured right at NXT Takeover uh, New York last year. I mean, we were supposed to have closure to this feud, and we we didn't get it. So I'm actually okay, and then I'm also okay with the fact that they they've spruced it up a little bit by making Gargano the heel. You know, we shouldn't have circled back to Champa, Champa being the heel and guard. We don't need that. Then I would have been like, ah, whatever. But this makes perfect storyline sense. I, I saw p- people on Twitter going, why would Gargano do that? This doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that he would hold a grudge over Tommaso Champa for ruining his life, his career. No, it makes complete sense. They were like, I don't understand why they had them beat Mustache Mountain and all this. Okay, guys, you're looking for reasons to be mad. The reason they did that was because in storyline, DIY is a very strong team. Guys who can win the world titles by themselves. In storyline, why would DIY not be able to beat Mustache Mountain? Bluntly. Mustache Mountain's a great team, don't get me wrong, but in a storyline sense, in kayfabe right now, why would Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa lose to Tyler Bate? Or, uh, (laughs) see, I can't remember his name. What's his name? Come on, you're asking me. I don't know what this guy's name is. Oh my god. But anyway. Does anybody in the chat know <laughs> who the guy's name is with the sash? And the mustache mountain. Oh man. I, Somebody I, I, out there I apologize. Knows. I'm supposed to be the wrestling aficionado here. Uh, and I'm just failing miserably here. So I, I apologize. I, I see vividly in my head. Trent Seven. There Trent we go. Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. Thank you. I was like Thanks, seeing the Chad. number in my head, but anyway, um, getting back to it. Yeah, this is going to be a great match. I hope this extends all the way to take over, uh, take over Tampa. Uh, I think this will be good. It's, we- it's still weird to say, by the way, take over Tampa because I'm like, oh, where are you getting WrestleMania? Um, so, so take over Tampa should be good. I mean, and then hopefully we get a uh, Velvet and in the Amelie too. The Amelie, the Amelie, right? Sorry, Amelie. The Amelie Arena, or as so, uh, I still call it, the Ice Palace. The Ice Palace. <laughs> the Ice yeah. Palace, brother, brother. That's an, for all you Tampanians, that's the old school name before they had sponsors. That's Me and Brandon arena. are going to buy the arena pretty soon. It's gonna Ice be a, Palace. Take it's going to be a Kenny for your thoughts arena. <laughs> they used to call it Thunderdome, or was that somewhere else? No, I think, no, Thunderdome something else. What uh, I hear some background noise there. Where you, your chair is falling apart there. But, but anyway, um, no, they used to call it the... Uh, the St. Pete Times Forum. Yeah, oh yeah. There was, was other there was other was names. Ridiculous. There was other names. That's awesome, man. And hey, rocking. by the way, we have we have uh, a little bit of the bubbly. This is this his name on the on YouTube. He says, Remember me, I'm from Saudi Arabia. Yes, I do remember you. We have Brandon, we have people from Saudi Arabia Saudi listening Arabia. right now. What we have people, is it in Saudi Arabia? Right <laughs> we are now. worldwide here at Kenny for Thoughts <laughs> Podcast. We have people from all over the world listening. Alright? Yeah. You got Love anybody it. from uh Japan? So they're asking. They're asking what Knockout Wrestling is doing for Mania Weekend. I I don't think Knockout Wrestling is running uh, Mania Weekend. So if you know oh. any, so if you know any other wrestling companies that want to book a Kenny for your thoughts, let us know. <laughs> we need to work. We need to work, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. That's crazy. Yeah, because it feels like everybody's tries to jump in on that Mania. Yeah, I think that's kind of what they were saying. It was like, right, everybody's, everybody's, yeah. like everybody's trying to jump in on that. So, <laughs> so why are we going to do a show? Yeah. Um, but anyway, back back to the topic at hand. So, I mean, we're talking about NXT TakeOver. Uh, let's get into AEW, man. AEW, I feel like I said, stole the show this week. Um, <laughs> they said, by God, he's worldwide talking about the podcast. Yes. But yes, AEW, I mean, Brandon, let's, let's talk. What do you want to talk about uh, on AEW first? Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, this is crazy. So you got the Young Bucks winning that crazy. <laughs> that was an oh, amazing was way to start because like, I was right, yeah. watching NXT and AEW at the same time. 
which I, I was going to do a live stream, by the way, which full disclosure, I had started a live stream. So if you all saw that there was a live stream of me watching both for like five minutes, you're not crazy. That actually did happen. But my computer decides to just go completely batshit crazy because I'm trying to stream two programs at once and then stream that you uh, know, to the world. Damn. So my Internet was just like, nope. My my internet left me faster than <laughs> left me faster than a gold digger after I ran out of money. And what happens? <laughs> and I basically just canceled everything and was just like, all right, I'm just gonna watch them by themselves. But yeah, it was very obvious. I mean, you have a cold open with the undisputed era on NXT talking about takeover, and then you have AEW open up with no entrances. It's just literally like everybody tag team in a battle royal, just oh, fighting yeah. each other and stuff. It was just like seeing them on the split screen. It was like very obvious which show you would tune into if you had tuned into both and you had to pick very obvious which show you would have stayed with so um i think oh we got the chat saying so i think omega is the exalted one let's get Ooh. into let's get into some discussion about that man the dark order yeah, coming out during all popped of that out during the match, yeah <laughs> i loved it i love the guy uh the guy you know from the videos basically saying the, the exalted one is near and all it's so the dark order stuff's like nice and creepy like it's like not scary just creepy and i love that because i feel like we've been missing that from professional wrestling for a little bit like everyone wants to be like scary badass but no one wants to be like creepy kind of like in that character like a, a, a character i liked like that which i feel is very underrated uh to circa 2013 y'all remember samuel shaw He's uh, in NXT right now is Dexter Loomis, but um, Samuel Shaw, when he was doing the stalking Christy Hemi stuff, it was a creepy ass character. And I love, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. You know, it's kind of like it, the, the way the looks that he would give are the same looks I would see from Brandon. Like when we go shopping or something at the mall and he's looking at someone like it'd be the same look of like just that stare of like there's just no warmth in the eyes. You know, it's the same look that caused yeah. a stripper. To become a right. right. I think that would be my gimmick if I were a wrestler. Something like because that. It, because it's you with the volume turned yeah, down. Yeah, it's like me with the volume. It, but in your case, out. it'd yeah. be you with the volume turned down. <laughs> turned down a notch, and then boom. Look it. <laughs> because like you we can't we would never get sponsors if we did the full character, right? <laughs> but um but yeah, I th- no AEW Dark, man. Uh AEW Dark, you hear me Dynamite. Yeah. AEW yeah. Dynamite was um I think like AEW is hitting their stride, which is awesome. Like it feels like NXT. I'm going to be blunt, right? And I love NXT, but it feels like they did not capitalize on the momentum from um, NXT Portland. Portland. Mm. Yeah, because NXT TakeOver Portland was an amazing, amazing show. I was like on the edge of my seat the whole night. And yet NXT, the, the episode that followed was like a little meh. I see, but I see them building, but you got to remember they got like eight weeks to television or something like that yep. until uh, the next TakeOver. But still, but still, I, I don't know. It's hard to, like, how do you follow that? I mean, you put what, on a crazy show. Yeah, then, I guess that's, that's very true. How, like, how do yeah. you follow that? Um, but that but no, is, that would be a huge yeah. angle if, uh, if freaking Omega is the exalted one. That would be really cool, like, swerve, I think. And then it's, like, shows, I'm like, hoping, all along. He's still, I'm hoping you know, it's a swerve. The big-time guy right. that, yeah, been working on behind the scenes, you know, you just yeah. didn't know it yet, and then, boom, yeah. they hit you with a big I would, I would actually really be okay with Kenny Omega. Like, I, I'm okay with anybody being, anybody who needs, like, a reset in AEW um, being the exalted one, because that would be a very big role. Like, Christopher Daniels doesn't need it, and which is why they keep teasing him, because they want to take you in that direction and then completely pro- probably veer off from that. But, like, you know, like, <laughs> like could you imagine, and, and uh, this is not going to happen, but, like, just to give you the, the example, right? So, what if it was, like, Orange Cassidy? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but my point is, like, you take someone that's, like, no one would see coming and then turn him into a different character. It you know what be. I mean? Where he wasn't really slow or, or you yeah. know, any of that. He was really this evil mastermind underneath it all. That's yeah. what you do. That would remind me of, what's that, what's that movie? <laughs> oh, my God. The Usual Suspects? With Kevin Spacey? Mm. <laughs> where he's like you know uh a little bit you know not all there mentally and then by the end of it it was just like he was like this badass and it was like oh my god like where'd that come from you know what i mean but everyone yeah everyone's saying matt hardy i don't think it's going to be matt hardy full disclosure i think matt hardy is going to resign with the wwe but uh, I think he's going to resign with WWE only if he gets creative control. I think if he gets something where he can really go ham on the broken Matt Hardy or woken Matt Hardy character, I think he'll stay with WWE. It's just about 
working those negotiations for that. So I, I still think, for some reason, I still think Matt Hardy's staying. I don't know why. Uh, it probably doesn't make sense, but I mean, especially after Randy Orton killed him on Monday Night Raw, uh, on the steps, came back and just, uh, <laughs> brutal, brutal stuff, but... Um, but yeah, you see, like, um, April's pointing this out, and this is kind of where yeah. I'm getting at, which is no one's going to wait uh, three months for Hardy to come and be the exalted one. That's exactly what I'm getting at. I don't think, I don't think they're going to draw it out that much. Remember, full disclosure, if rumors are true, it's supposed to be Marty Skrull. If it was going to be Marty Skrull, I mean, they, at the end of December, they've already, they're already on borrowed time. They're already kind of like, I don't want to say spinning their wheels, but by the way, did anyone notice this? Because AEW, I feel like AEW did not call attention to it. Go watch that footage back when they're fighting in the crowd. The, um, all the crowd disperses and Raven is sitting there. Raven is just sitting there in like a Hawaiian shirt and just looking at the camera. I thought, I was like, who's this old guy that's just like, doesn't get up. He doesn't give a shit. It was Raven. So Could Raven be was the that right? One? Was that supposed to be a little teaser of like Raven's uh, the exalted one? You know, no, but... it should be. Uh, what's his name? What's Takagawa? up, guys? In the chat, by the way, uh, Combat Sport News e- EPW show. Uh, what's up, guys? But go ahead, Brandon. No, I was saying it should be Takazawa or something. <laughs> right, <laughs> and that's exactly. But that's what I'm getting at. It's like I know you're saying it in like a like a funny way, but that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like you take someone who's got a funny gimmick and you turn them. Like if you if it was Michael Nakazawa, obviously he couldn't baby oil himself afterwards anymore. Unless he yeah. on, instead of baby oil, he starts taking blood. And he just starts stripping it down. <laughs> yeah. He just starts stripping it down himself. You know, Naka Nakazawa. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Wow, good job, Brandon. <laughs> I've been doing that the whole podcast, yeah. by the way. I'm sure y'all noticed. I've been hitting this, hitting yeah. this. But you see, I have a little bit of a, what do you call it, a shock mount. Brandon doesn't have yeah. a shock mount. No, the, only thing, no. the only thing shocking about Brandon is his opinions uh, being wrong all the time. You guys but, are going to hear all of that every mic hit. So Fernando's <laughs> correcting me, by the way, and saying they already yeah. confirmed that Skrull wasn't going to be in that role. Um, okay, so I, I give him that, but I, I don't know if I believe everything I read on the internet, brother, brother. Take another shot. But, but yeah, so who's the exalted one, Brandon? Uh, dude, I'm saying Nakazawa, man. You're, you're saying Nakazawa. By the way, little tit, little random tidbit, but uh, did you know the XFL? Everybody's already touting the XFL as a failure, right? So uh, there's people that are going online. I'm talking about wrestling oh, fans. Let me, let me say yeah. re- this is wrestling okay. fans saying this. Wrestling right. fans are like, you see, they're already failing. They're not doing well. Vince McMahon shouldn't have invested his money in this. Gonna be honest with you guys, the XFL is doing better ratings than Raw and SmackDown right now. The XFL is doing better ratings in week two than Raw and SmackDown are doing. How the hell is the XFL failing? If you're comparing it to the NFL and you're saying, well, the NFL does 10.0s in this. I'm sorry. The NFL has been an established brand for how many years? The XFL's on week two. These are the same fans that are shitting on AEW. And saying AEW's not doing well when they're, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's been, this has been a show for like three, four months. They're doing amazing. Yeah. In fact, let, let's talk about that because... They got some good attendance here, they man. Got, you know, the so AEW that's... did 893,000 this week. NXT did 794,000. And AEW won the key demographic. So, I mean, how is AEW doing bad? I'm not, and I'm not an AEW mark. I'm a wrestling mark. But I'm going to call a spade a spade. AEW is doing amazing in the wrestling business right now. They got renewed by TNT they for got a reason. Renewed, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? Like I said, but like around, I said so. you know, to get back into it, I feel like AEW is hitting their stride. You can see that talent's getting comfortable with television. You can tell that whoever's booking or everybody's kind of hitting their times a lot better. Like everything's flowing a lot better. I'm really impressed by that. Like, they're not missing camera shots, you know. The past two weeks of shows have felt really complete, and I've felt like, you know, there's nothing missing from them. There's nothing I've been craving from them. Um, whereas on NXT, again, I feel like we're in coast mode going going to Mania, which is fine. I get it. I understand there's only so much TV you can, can fill. But again, I think AEW's hitting it out of the park, especially with this cage match that they did at the end of the show. First of all, I was really impressed by the, the structure because that it was really impressive looking. I really liked how they did like a really modern take on, on a cage match, not just four walls. They put, you know, the, the little stuff on the side. But the one thing I'm weirded out on, do you think this was on purpose or do you think this was a design flaw? What was up with that little space in between the cage and the ring? And the- <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, maybe they didn't measure it out, right? Or maybe, I don't know. But yeah, uh, it's hard to say. It's tough to say, but it it worked out. Like it didn't make. Yeah, it didn't take away from anything. But I think I think that I I give credit to Cody Rhodes and Wardlow for that. Um, But my thing is, like every time they got tossed into the side of the cage, they were like almost like gingerly hitting it. Right. The announcer guy mentioned something about you know maybe falling in that falling in the the space. Excalibur was was saying that. Yeah. Um, And my thing though is like I feel like maybe they did that so the cage has some give so that people don't get hurt. But, like, they've also created a situation where wrestlers don't want to go full bore into it now because you could literally fall in between. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. There's two, I, place, yeah, I there's, wonder, there's two yeah. places you don't want to be, right? In between that cage and the ring and in between Brandon's butt cheeks. But that's... <laughs> yeah, not, not at all. It's Sorry. not, not good there. Yeah. <laughs> a bar of soap has never been there, right, Brandon? Oh, wait, no, it has in Dallas, Texas. It's a different story <laughs> right. for a different day. Um... But yeah, it's just There's like a lot of people in the butt play now. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, sorry, go on. How do I continue after that? Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it was a good match. Like it, honestly, I've never, I haven't been excited for a cage match in a while. Like we've almost become like accustomed to cage matches. Yeah, you know, it almost becomes a regular match. And, you know, I like the really small tweak, like just the little thing that they did where in WWE, I've always liked, by the way, I've always been a fan of the escape the cage rule. I like that. I know a lot of wrestling fans don't. I like that because it's like, I don't know. It's almost like you're not winning the match. You're just getting away from the brutality. I like that. Um, But I also like in AEW that the rule is it's pinfalls and submissions, no escape from the cage, because that basically insinuates Listen, just you can't just run. In, you can't just run from your guy. You got to beat him in yeah. this brutal match. So again, I like that AEW is doing something to differentiate themselves from WWE. Just a little yeah. small tweak. It's some people might say it's different for the sake of different, but it worked in this sense because remember, think about it. When Cody Rhodes went up, you know, you could think if this was a, a WWE cage match, you'd have been like, "Well, is he going to climb out?" No, right. in this yeah. case, no, you, you knew. In this case, you knew that he was going to do something because there was no like second guessing like, oh, is he going to do that? Is he going to do this? No, you knew he had to beat Wardlow, which, by the way, give I want to give all the credit in the world to Wardlow. That was his first match yeah. in AEW. That was his first match in AEW. OK, and he did amazing. He, he worked a really good match. He and Cody Rhodes really meshed well with each other. Yeah. And I really bought that big man style that, that Wardlow does. I really bought it. You know, he's not, and he's not like 6'6 or something. Like he's a, oh. a, a relatively smaller guy. He's eating Cody Rhodes about the same height, but they did a great job. They did a great job. And then the, the, the name of this episode is, oh my God, he didn't even look. Because like, <laughs> if you look, if you look at that, Cody Rhodes, literally when he was up there, for the moonsault, he literally just gets up there and then doesn't even look back nice. and then just does a moonsault. Do you know Props how much trust? For getting, yeah, getting into position there. How much trust that yeah. is, right? And, and that's what, exactly where I was going with that, which was, yeah. I know everyone's giving credit to Cody Rhodes, but Cody Rhodes was just going. Don't give credit to Cody Rhodes. Give credit to Wardlow for being in the spot where he's catching Cody Rhodes blind. Because if Cody Rhodes had undershot that, Wardlow would have had to go and, and catch him <laughs> underneath. Wardlow caught him. I mean, you saw Cody Rhodes didn't look hurt whatsoever. Give Wardlow credit for that because he took the impact of that. And uh, yeah, just if you haven't seen that match, if you're not going to watch Dynamite, if you don't watch AEW for that matter, go give this match a chance. Go watch this because I really think this is the match we're going to look back on and be like, this set the tone for AEW uh, AEW Weekly. This yeah. is the, sh- the match I feel that, that took them to the next level that might c- get them to crack the 1 million mark, you know, eventually. Yeah. Just, just, just the precedent that was set through this match. It was solid. It wasn't like overly long or anything. It like fitted into that, you know, that time slot into the episode. The guy that got everything in. So yeah, that right. Was... And, and let's talk about that too. How well paced the show was yeah. because usually, like, if, if if you have a cage match at the end of Raw, it's almost to the point where I don't want to see it. This was like I don't know why, but again, the pacing of AEW Dynamite was building to this match, and it was like I was like almost like I don't want to say like pissing away the rest of the show but it was almost like come on let me where's the cage match where's the cage match like, i was like anticipating it 
And then sure enough, it happened and it delivered on every level. But man, Cody Rhodes, can you give that guy credit? That he might be the best baby face in the business right now because yeah. he's willing to put his body on the line. He's hardcore, like he's, man. He's, he's hardcore. He is willing to put there's a reason why he's looked at, in my opinion, as like the elite, the face guy of of A of AEW. Because he's willing to do stuff like this. Even the Young Bucks haven't gone this far yet. You know what I mean? Kenny Omega hasn't gone this far. So the rest of the elite is not doing what Cody Rhodes is doing. You know, if I had to pick one guy to represent AEW, I would say Cody Rhodes. You know, and here's a guy, I mean, in kayfabe, he can't win the, uh, he can't win the world heavyweight title. And yet he's synonymous with the show. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy, man. He's got all the scars to show. I mean, the stuff, he, the yeah. bumps he's taken, I, the, the the lashing, the thing he's got in his eyes, just ridiculous, man. Like what he's putting himself through. But yeah, every time know. I see that scar, yeah. it just it's I cringe. Like, Damn. Yeah. yeah, I cringe. I'm just like, holy crap, this guy, this guy put himself through hell for this company. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, you can hear my excitement level went up when I started talking about the cage match. I can't fake that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, an amazing, amazing match. I mean, like I said, stole, I think stole the show. Um, I guess we should talk about Otis, Otis real quick. Uh, since we're talking about Dolph Ziggler earlier, uh, Otis, o- Otis, uh, preparing for his date with Mandy Rose. And then ultimately Dolph Ziggler showing up and stealing his pulling girl. The robbery, so, uh. Pulling the robbery as, as we call it. Uh, amongst our friends, pulling the robbery on uh, on Dozer there. Uh, how do you think this will be explained? Because I feel like I feel like Mandy Rose is going to be like, I thought you stood me up, right? A misunderstanding, sort of yeah. thing, sort of angle. So I feel like Mandy's still going to be kind of like baby facing in this and not be like, she's not like full bore heel in this and like broke Otis's heart. Right, in my opinion. But you know. I, you know, I fell for Otis, man. He's just gotta, you know, he shows up. He's like, oh, Damn. that look on his face. It's like, it's ah. brutal. It was brutal. Like you could hear the crowd, even though obviously it's fake. <laughs> the crowd co- collectively just were like, oh, like, <laughs> like yeah, like oh man, on Valentine's Day, no less. You know, no oh, man. It's like it's me. Like... I feel. I feel like I did that too. You know, I, I really resonated <laughs> with it. You know, I gave gifts, and then I was like, hi, I like you. But I don't want to say it. Wow. True story. This might have happened to me. This might have happened. Oh, she she doesn't watch the podcast, brother. Do you think she does? Do you think she might see this episode? But it's that good, though, right? Only if she watches you on Netflix, because that means she's, like, stalking me on social media. Right. That's good, right? (laughs) It's like, because, like, you kind of want her to know. But I kind of don't. But you kind of don't. <laughs> right? It's the game we have to play. It's a dirty game. Why do we have play to play this game, Speaking, people, speaking of which, random, random story. Uh, we'll go off air pretty soon here, Brandon. But uh, random story. Uh, <laughs> we, we were trying to teach Brandon why, you know. I don't know how to say this. I don't want to out you too much on the <laughs> podcast here. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we're basically trying to teach Brandon how to... Uh, be nice to the opposite sex. We feel like his uh, he's, he's not uh, his uh, win loss ratio is a little little bad, and so we we said like I gave him an example, which was like I said your mo- your mom asked you to buy groceries, right? He's like, yeah. I said, when was the last time you bought groceries without for your mom gave them to her without her asking? And Brandon was like, why would I do that? Yeah, like, what, what, it's what called caring about? about another person before yourself. That's the that's the lesson yeah. I want to leave you with, Brandon. Just randomly buying extra groceries, eh? Because this is, this is about females in the chat right now. If your guy <laughs> did something for you without asking, wouldn't you be happy? Wouldn't that make you feel like he cares? I was trying to teach Brandon this. I was, I was like, Brandon, Brandon, I, and I'm starting with his mother because I want to show him. I want him to start <laughs> with, with with her, show her he cares. But here's the thing: I told him. When's your mom's birthday? He's like, why would I do that? I'm like, you don't even know your mother's birthday. Brandon doesn't know his mother's birthday. The, and then the funny part, our friend that we were with, uh, Martin, Martin looks at me and goes, Kenny, he starts naming about 15 people. And, he says, <laughs> and, he, and he's like, so-and-so's birthday. And I named it. So-and-so's birthday. Named it. Do you see what it's like? Look, Fernando bought his mom headphones. What have you brought, bought your mom, Brandon? What'd you give your mom for Valentine's Day? Like, I, yeah. Well, that's another question, too. Like, does it count? I mean, it is Valentine's Day, so it's like right. it's sort of expected. But she didn't know she was getting anything. I got, I got her some flowers. That's so good, did, right? So you did get her flowers. Yeah, 
That's good. Some flowers on That's the not way. a bad thing, Brandon. But I like get groceries. I was like, why would I just get a groceries? Right, because my point is, don't <laughs> even wait. And, and April's agreeing with me, by the way. What about, about what I said? Uh, if your man did something for you that you didn't ask for, it would feel like he cares about you. But here's my thing, Brandon. You would just feel like oh, I'm not telling you. This is what you're not understanding. Again, relationship advice here. Don't give her flowers on valentine's day because that's even though that's good don't get me wrong that's a good right. thing please understand that you have to show your mother you care about her every other day of the year not just because there's an occasion that's why i went back to the grocery thing if you showed uh -huh. up like I, the example i used if your mom drinks uh folgers coffee and then it runs out in the house and you just show up with a can of folgers coffee <laughs> she would find that very sweet because you you know that she loves that, and you didn't want her to be without it. it do there doesn't have to be an occasion, Brandon. Uh, it just feels weird. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Uh, Strangely buying stuff. See, Brand I, Brandon, uh, Martin and I, who were trying to explain <laughs> this to Brandon, basically came to the conclusion that there's just no saving Brandon. There's just, <laughs> there is no way... Uh, by the way, I, we should probably talk about this real quick uh, <laughs> to get off the topic. Um, AEW did announce the Unrivaled collection, uh, basically their action figures, uh, starting off with yeah. uh, members of the Elite, and then um, so we got well, and then also Chris Jericho, the AEW champion. So we have Chris Jericho, we have Cody Rhodes with the hammer, we yeah. have the Young Bucks with their signature pose, and then uh, Kenny Omega in one of his favorite pair of tights. Go watch that video um, online. Oh, we got Brandy Rhodes too. Brandy Rhodes as well. Yeah. I actually, you know, it's funny. The reason I went off of that is because the picture I have uh, doesn't have Brandy in it, but uh, it should. Yeah, Brandy Rhodes yeah. did have a figure. Um, that was really cool. Like, you could see that they were legitimately excited. Uh, Kenny Omega was really, really excited over the tights that they chose for him. Um, so, yes. So, yes. You see, Brandon, the reason Kenny Omega was really excited <laughs> was because they considered him um, without him asking. <laughs> And they gave him an action figure uh, that he was not yeah. expecting. Uh, so just to tie this back all in, Brandon. Yeah. That's really what I'm trying to tell you. Wait, so can I expect an action figure? Maybe? Brandon, how, mu how much have I done for you without asking? <laughs> so much. Let's see, man. I'm going to be waiting for this action figure. I'm pretty excited about this. I'll take either one. Well, Brandon, in wrapping up, is there anything else you want to talk about before we go off air, brother, brother? Uh, oh, wait, there was one. It was uh, sort of a serious topic. I don't know if you still want to. Yeah, hit that. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Usually we end this on a uh, on a on a happy note. Quote, but I, I, yeah, I guess it is it's still a happy note after all is said and right. done. Um, but yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the bullying um, that's gone viral. Um, I'm going to butcher the name, Brandon. You say the name. <laughs> uh, was it Quaden Bayless? Yeah, Quaden Bayless. Um, there's a video. Um, now, he suffers from dwarfism. Uh, he's nine years old. And uh, basically, he's been consistently bullied, obviously, for his looks because of, you know, the dwarfism. Um, and the video uh, was his mom recording it, saying uh, this, this child wanted to kill himself because of the, the bullying and uh yeah i that's tough to watch especially as a parent you know mm -hmm. i have a two-year-old and, and i i can't imagine someone doing that to my child in seven years you know and it's it's scary to think about you know that you know as a parent you want to protect your children from everything and these are you know there's going to be a point where all of us if, for any parent out there we're, we're not going to be able to protect our child you know they yeah. have to go off in the real world someday uh but this was just heartbreaking and um at first, I was upset, like, as in, like, almost upset at the mom for recording this for the world to see. Right. Um, as, as opposed to comforting her child. But then, like, it kind of hit me that, like, she's probably done that and comforted her child for years. And this was, yeah. like, the one time that it was, like, I want to show the world what bullying can do to a child. You know, an otherwise happy child who's literally talking about, give me a knife put it in my let stomach and let himself. me kill Ugh. myself. It's freaking... Like, yeah. what is... Like, my God. And, like, to, to the parents of the children doing this bullying, talk to your kids. Show them that video. Show them what they caused. And, and, and let them see that, you know, uh, it's not okay. 
I'm going to be blunt, you know, full disclosure, you know, let's, let's get on a serious topic here, you know. I give Brandon shit on this podcast. I say this all the time. I said this on so- our social media, uh, aka FYT Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, you know, I give, I give Brandon crap all the time on this podcast. I do. But Brandon has been my best friend for 15 years. Brandon's one of the best people I know. Um, and as much as, you know, we joke, um, you know, this, 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 this guy over here is like, like a brother to me. You know what I mean? I would never intentionally hurt him. Um, you know, he's the only guy, like I've always told him, I've always told Brandon, I said, you know, you're the only guy that if I'm in the worst mood ever, I still invite you to my house because I'm comfortable with you being there. So even though I say, you know, like, I don't want anyone at my house, Brandon's always excluded from that statement because I, I do want him over. You know, Brandon and I always have good vibes, even if it's just to watch. I mean, literally, ask Brandon. We've literally just sat for hours and watched TV and not said a word, you know. Probably because uh, I'm sleeping. But yeah. Right, probably because he's sleeping. Uh, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, it's like, I would never say anything legitimately to hurt Brandon. There's, there's a difference between rough jokes amongst friends because i we all have those friends who make fun of us for for a disability or an ailment or a this or that or whatever but there are friends we love them that we also know those are the people that will be there for us uh there's a difference between that and intentionally harming somebody and making them want to kill themselves and i will never ever 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 condone that um but the silver lining there is that you know this kid uh uh was it brad williams made a uh gofundme to get this kid to disneyland and uh, it was like a $10,000 goal or something. And uh, they've <laughs> last I checked, they were at like 15, but they might be at like 27 or something now. Um, like it, Fernando's a good example on the chat right now. Fernando Fernando has a disability and, and he's he's called attention to it in this chat. And uh, that's that's his choice. That's his choice. But I would never legitimately make fun of him for that. You know, I mean, we're comfortable enough. He's been a fan of the podcast. One of the best fans that we have. Um that we're on that rapport level. You know what I mean? But I would, I'd be damned if anybody would make Fernando feel bad for, for who he is legitimately, you know, I would, I would take care of them in a heartbeat. I'd finish them, you know, just kidding. <laughs> in my but, country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, just to end it on, on a but serious it's cool note. That yeah. At least, you know, he had, you know, you got all these, uh, actors sort of reaching out. Uh, there were some people reaching out, uh, MMA folks reaching out to him, you know, um, so even though it's rough, you know, sort of seeing this video and then putting it out there like that, you know, at least there's some positive vibes coming back to him, uh, some positive coming out of it, at least. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think ultimately, like, like you said, the, the biggest thing is that there's a positive that comes out of it. Yeah. Um, now guys, before in wrapping up, um, I want to remind you to all give a thumbs up to this video. Um, and subscribe to us if you're not uh, watching the video version if you're listening in audio land uh, you're an Apple podcast leave us a five star rating and review please it, it does help us out when people are searching for wrestling podcasts you want us up in the rankings there brother work with work that algorithm brother brother um, but yeah I mean uh, I, I always like to leave you all with a quote so this is random uh, this is a little bit random but it's a quote from Muhammad Ali let, let's it's Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. So remember, guys, you do have the power to change whatever your circumstances are. All of us do. Your life can change in a minute. I mean, really look at this, you know, to tie it back to the bullying. I think this is great because Quayden's life is going to be amazing from here on out. You know, this we saw him at his lowest of lows, but between this uh, this GoFundMe, him going to Disneyland, and the the out the outpouring of support from all these people, including myself, who who love him dearly, I think his life's going to change for the better. I don't think this is the last time we see him. I'm, I can't wait for the next week of all the videos that follow of him smiling at Disneyland. So, ultimately, guys, love you all in the chat. Thank you so much for supporting us. And uh, you all have a good rest of your weekend, all right? Take care.